I'm Todd Clemens, Okeechobee Livestock Market, and here's your weekly market report, the first one for 2023. There are a lot of movements we've heard of that start out with the word save. Save the whale, save the manatees, save the shark, save our river. Let's add another one to that list. How about save the cowboy? I saw a shirt yesterday that Dina, our restaurant manager, was wearing, and it said, Make America Cowboy Again. The whole world loves the cowboy culture, their way of life, free-spirited, hardworking, honorable, and trustworthy. The hottest shows on TV right now have to do with the cowboys and ranch and life. And I think more people, they're beginning to understand that it's not just the cowboy and the cows, but it's the land. The wide open spaces of the pasture, the woods, the creeks, the rivers, the wildlife that depends on their habitat to remain untouched by bulldozers and drag lines. Yeah, let's save the cowboy, and in doing so, we've protected our land from every inch of it being developed into concrete commercialism. Please support all efforts federal and state for conservation easements on our agricultural lands. We have to remain food sufficient. I heard a report just last week that said in 1985 our global population was around two and a half billion people that we had reached our critical mass as far as sustainability. Now we're at nine billion people globally. That's scary. Florida is busting at the seams with more and more people every day, and I don't blame them. They want to live here too. So how do we manage the people and the land and the water? I'm not sure I know the answer to that question. What I do know is I agree with that verse of scripture on my dad's tombstone that says, generations come and generations go, but the land abides forever and it's up to us to figure it out. How about supporting us and uh, get this message out by either clicking or subscribing to our website and do your part to save the cowboy. Now onto the market report. Man, boy, we started out this year with a bang and I've been telling you it was coming and it sure did. Uh, it was just extremely high. Calf prices and cow prices both were a lot higher than the, at the end of the year. Uh, we had a good run of cattle uh, on Monday, it being the, the day we observed uh, New Year's Day even. We had over 600 head Monday and ended up with close to 1,400 head there on Tuesday. And uh, you could just tell right off things were going to really be popping. Demand was high and uh, on both calves, feeder classes, and slaughter classes. Um, we had a, a little calf that weighed... Um, Oh, 200-something pounds, it broke the $3 barrier, and we came close to the $2 on, on a 500-pound steer calf, too. Uh, so these calf prices are going to be really good. Uh, we had a really bad storm over the Christmas. You guys know how cold it got, and the wind chills down to 70 below zero in places, which is unimaginable. That's why all those people are coming down here to Florida. But uh, it didn't hurt the, the grazing, the wheat, and uh, the ryegrass. It did kind of stun it, but it didn't kill it. From what I hear, it's coming back and 
conditions are good. We're going to see a large premium built in to winter wheat. Again, winter wheat seems to have nine lives. <laughs> you know, that snow they got and all that moisture is really good too. So uh, a lot of those, those pastures aren't fully stocked and uh, those guys are going to be needing some more cattle. This weather thing, I think, is being, is being under um, underappreciated by these techie computer trader algorithm deals uh, that don't have manure in their boots, frankly. Uh, they don't understand the kind of weight loss and the kind of stress that the cattle went through on the first storm, but especially what they're going to go through this week when we get to 50 below zero. And I just think this demand is going to get higher and higher. So we're looking uh, for a good year and I uh, see things getting better here for the next few months anyways. We had some consigners, old time consigners, they probably hadn't picked their checks up yet, I hadn't seen them, but I know Byron Story sold some real good calves here. Scarborough Ranch had some good calves, a big string of kind of Brayford cross calves and they had good condition and, and they weren't that big. I think they probably weighed in the four weight range, but they were a buyer's dream because they had some good condition on them. They sold good. D-Cross Ranch had some good black calves, and they'll be tickled when they pick their check up. Adams Ranch sent some slaughter bulls over here, some stuff they had culled, I guess, that didn't meet their standards. They're pretty high standards there, so they culled for disposition and uh, what other, you know, other various reasons, but they had some really good outstanding uh, slaughter bulls, and I think one of those bulls might have brought about a dollar eighteen, but they were... Uh, exceptional and we had had a lot of cattle from a lot of long-time consigners and we appreciate your business and we thank all y'all for bringing your cattle here and let's let's keep this thing going because it's heading in our direction high prices for the week are Badcock Ranch Eldon Langford sent a semi load of calves had a little bit of odds and ends in there a couple of slaughter bulls in there too but he had a little old calf he's the guy that had the calf that brought over $3. That calf weighed 200 pounds and brought $3.10, bought by Foy Reynolds. And on the slaughter cow side, Sun Ag from Felsmere topped the cow market with a 1,280 pound cow that brought 92 cents. And she was bought by Brown Packin. That's your market report. Thank you. <music>